Hey, Gene. Hey, hey. what's up, Scott? <laughs> uh, are we even supposed to podcast this week? A lot of fucking podcasts are taking the week off, man. Should we even do this <sighs> shit? I don't know, man. I got some shit to say. I kind of have some shit to say, too. Tell you what, man. I'll leave it up to you whether we do this or not this week, man. It's up to you. What do you say? Hey, you know me. I don't like to keep my mouth shut, man. Let's do it. All right, let's fucking do it. Here we go. Check out Michigan. I can make it bounce. <laughs> Gas Radio Show on Podbean, yeah, 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 strangelabel.com. Yeah. I am your host, Scav D. This show is brought to you by the Tony Hawk Window Basher. <laughs> Are you fresh out of spark plugs and really need to bash this storefront window right now? Reach for the Tony Hawk Window Basher that you've had in the garage since middle school. Try it today. <laughs> Coming up in the hour, we got new music from RTJ, Amine, and The Revolution. Yes, Revolution is being televised, but it's also being podcasted as well. And you know what? Gene Techman is on that motherfucker too, man. What up, Gene? Oh, yeah. Gene Techman procrastinating hip-hop weirdo and uh yeah i don't like to keep my mouth shut what up scav how you doing man you know hey <laughs> i'll just say right off the bat who would have thought that uh, skateboards were such an effective tool for smashing a window right have you seen <laughs> some of this right. shit a lot of skateboards going through some fucking windows uh various windows cop cars storefronts lots of skateboards yeah. Apparently the trucks of a skateboard make a, uh, a great puncturing device for windows. Mm -hmm. Yes, sir. Ugh. Yeah, crazy shit. That and spark plugs, man. I don't know if a lot of people know that. You, uh, you can whip a spark plug through a window and bust the fuck out of it. But uh, How you holding up, man? You know, man, it's, it's been an emotional week. I would agree, man. I would agree with you. Dude, no lies, man. I've cried probably a dozen fucking times. I have too. Yeah. I'm not going to lie, man. I've had some pretty deep conversations this week. I have a close friend of mine that's in the hospital to boot. And uh, yeah, lots of emotional things in the news just in general. My my energy is definitely on crybaby. That's for sure. Yeah. Crying a lot. Like angry crying. You know? That angry shit. Yeah, man. Because I'm fucking like angry. I, it's definitely a, a pent up displaced energy. I mean, anybody following our social media can see that shit, man. That anger is certainly coming out on there, man. We are at Fake Ass Radio, by the way, on all of the social medias, in case you want to check that out. <laughs> but, uh... Yeah. Yeah, so forgive us tonight, listeners. This might not be your typical episode. I have no clue what I'll say tonight. My emotions are everywhere. I'm a mess. I'm a mess. But uh, we're here. We're here, and we're going to do it up. Best we can is uh, only we know how. Yeah, most definitely. Yeah. Most definitely. So, uh, yeah, my mind is obviously centered only on the death of George Floyd. Not George Foreman, by the way, as I've seen some people state on social media. Here. Recipe for George Foreman. Recipe for George Foreman. <laughs> Fuck the law. <laughs> Fuck the pigs. You know me, Rocket Man? Hang, hang all pigs. George Fuck them all. Foreman. You know yeah. Um, <laughs> he sounds like Mike Tyson Jr. A little bit, right? That coronavirus just completely disappeared. 
<laughs> that shit is just gone, right? Poof. What exactly. What are yeah. you talking about? Yeah. That shit just went. <laughs> There's so much, so much information coming in and so much happening since last Memorial Day. I think we can cover a lot of ground if we each talk about our, uh, I don't know, top five thought-provoking or otherwise noteworthy instances that have occurred in lieu of this terrible tragedy. That sounds horrible explaining it. There's no good way to explain this bit. I'm sorry. This shit just fucking sucks, man. Everybody knows it. Let's talk about it, man. Top five. What do you say? Let's go, man. Let's get into it. I'm ready. Here we go. Even that song sucks now. Just, just not fun. <laughs> uh, all right, well, fucking a top five right. things going on involving tragic death, George Floyd. I'll go first, man. I'll go first. My number five is uh, Trump tweet censored on yeah. Twitter. Uh, Dare Trump. Mm. I don't know if you remember this. He had a tweet get censored in the wake of the protests. I don't know if you saw it when the looting starts, the shooting starts. Mm. Yeah. Uh, motherfucker right. tried to become West Side Gun on the Twitters and shit. Uh, <laughs> tried to spit that hard shit and uh, got a warning attached to his tweet before people could actually uh, view it. So uh, I've never seen that on Twitter. I did see the... Uh... I don't know if it was a mock or what, but I did see the uh, quote-unquote tweet, so to speak. I didn't know that was going on with it, though. I didn't research too much into it. I just just assumed it was crazy Trump going off the chain on a on the Twitter rant again. No, they put a censor. But man, yeah, that's dangerous. Yeah, they put a censor on it, and you had to say, look, what you're about to read is kind of considered glorifying violence that we don't tolerate on Twitter, but we do think that it's newsworthy because it's the fucking president so they you know let you click that you're 21 and then you could read it wow (laughs) so yeah crazy shit talking about shooting looters wow the thing with the looting there's one protest going on with multiple demonstrations okay and i think the language has got a bit skewed throughout all this you got people saying there's protesters and you got people saying that there's looters. I'm saying that they're all fucking protesters, all right? Sorry, not sorry. Everybody's fucking demonstrating in their own way. Yeah. Everybody. And whatever whatever needs to be done that's going to raise maximum awareness to what is going on, then it needs to happen. Yeah, you're right. People are dealing with it in the way that they deal with it. And I don't give a shit when you're angry and you're in the moment of being angry. Everybody's kind of done some shit like that. You go, oh, fuck, I was kind of off the chain. So, I mean, at the end of the day, it's an entire system of being that's just under pressure, man. It's spewing everywhere, you know? Right. And this looting and this chaos that you're seeing is what happens when racist police continue to kill unarmed black people after I don't know how long. Hundreds of years now? What? I mean, that is the sole root of the problem. Followed by how these murdering cops are then punished afterwards, right? Which is usually not as harsh or as swift as it should be. Everybody's fucking fed up, man. Everybody's fed up. All 50 states are fed up. All 50 states are protesting this. There are countries. They had a protest in Paris. They had a protest in London. You know, there there are other countries that are actually being vocal enough to say, like, enough is enough. And that shit is fucking beautiful, too, man. Yeah. And whatever group or groups that are being blamed for some of this damage that's getting done, however they're trying to spin it, doesn't distract from the fact that people are still angry. Everybody. And if you're not angry about this, then you're a fucking yeah. asshole. Straight up, man. If a little broken glass needs to be fucking yeah. swept up yeah. to get even a few innocent shop owners to, to open up their eyes a little bit more, anything helps. I don't know. It sucks that it, it's got to happen, but people need to be affected. 
And I mean, it's nothing new. This is America. We've been riding to get what we've wanted for years. It is honestly kind of the foundation of what we stand for. Like, it's for the people. And if the people aren't happy with the system, yes, it's time to buck the system. It's time to change the system. It's time to get in there and do something about it. And if that means creating a ruckus to be heard, I mean, they've already answered for years and years and years. Yes, this is what gets things done, you know? And I, I, I like to say at a certain point, like, I don't like to raise my voice. I like to say what I need to say peacefully. But we all know at a certain point, you know, you're not hearing me, though. So what do I have to do? I have to raise my voice. This is a fucking war. This is a war. The ruckus. And there's going to be collateral damage, okay? Mm -hmm. And some shops getting fucked up, some broken glass, few burned down buildings, cop cars. You know, some motherfuckers maybe have to restock some inventory. It pales. In comparison to any more innocent, unarmed black people dying in the streets. All right? Black lives matter. Yeah, absolutely. And anybody who doesn't get that needs to shut absolutely. the fuck up. Anybody saying all lives matter doesn't <laughs> get it. They don't get it. This is not about everyone. People get it twisted. They get it twisted and it becomes very self-centered. Or... They do get it, and they completely understand what they're saying when they say all lives matter, and they know that it's diluting the message. They know it's diluting the message. This is not about everyone, all right? The issue has to do with how racist, scared police treat black people who are usually innocent and unarmed and profiled. You dim-witted motherfuckers. Stop fucking thinking about yourselves. And how you feel for one second and understand that. It's a huge problem. This is not about everyone. It never was. And I'm not sure what needs to happen. I don't know what the answer is here, man. Maybe, maybe some cops need to fucking die. Innocent cops. <laughs> if there is such a thing. Right? Innocent cops is kind of funny to me. That whole Brothers in Blue shit, man. Their code that they have amongst themselves, that whole don't speak against your fellow brother shit, you know, otherwise you're going to be ostracized from your unit, that shit. These good cops you think are out there have all seen evil shit that they haven't spoken up about. Sorry, but they all have. And fuck that shit. They're like the fucking mafia with this shit, right? Never rat on your friends. Fuck that. Fuck that. There's no such thing as a good cop. Yeah. Sorry. I hate to be the one to tell you that. And maybe some of these motherfuckers got to die. Somebody got to die. Well, I won't say there's no such thing as a good cop, but, you know, yeah. There's some twisted individuals that occupy the, uh, the badge. That's for sure. Oh, my God. Evil motherfuckers, man. And I don't know. We got to get medieval on some of these motherfuckers, man. It's got to be some third world shit, too, man. We got to get on some of that Bane shit where we got fucking cops hanging from helicopters flying through the city and shit, man. These cops need to be fucking set fucking straight. <laughs> and it might have to get fucking violent, man. That's my motherfucking word. It might have to get fucking violent. No! Hold up! Time out! Time out! Y'all take a chill! You need to cool that shit out. And that's oh. the double oh truth, my God. Ruth. All right. Oh. Holy shit. You're right, <laughs> Sam. You're right. I'm getting worked up, man. I'm getting worked <laughs> up about this shit. And I don't know. Perhaps violence isn't the answer. I'm angry, Gene. I'm angry. Yo, man. I could tell. Samuel L. from Do the Right Thing there. I don't know. You remember that movie, right, from the 80s where the racist cops kill an unarmed, innocent black man in the streets oh, and then a oh, riot yeah. ensues? Yeah. I almost forgot about that one, too. Spike Lee. <laughs> uh, this type of shit is no fucking stranger to this country, man. We've seen this shit displayed in Hollywood films that came out long before anybody decided to put a camera inside a cell phone depicting it. All right? This shit ain't new. This shit ain't new at all. So, that was my number five. Trump getting his tweets censored. Gene, what's your number five? <laughs> <laughs> well, um, my number five is uh, that 
questionably that people were hired to insinuate these riots that uh there are people who aren't really there to pass along the message that you are so angry about they're not there to protest to have change they're just there to fucking fuck shit up which unfortunately can be a little staging to allow people to point the finger and point the blame at someone else that might not actually be causing the tyranny. I'm not against a riot when shit's fucked up. You put your knee on my neck, you damn right. I'm probably going to want to burn your shit down too. But questionably, there's uh, there's a lot of swirling information. So as we are, this is our top five of thought provoking things. Yes, that was on my list as my number five. Like, are there people showing up to protest and they have a peaceful message and then there's another group that are come, which are coming in, which there are. There are people that are coming in from out of state to find a nice city to protest it, you know, and uh, be there to just fuck shit up. So, you know, in a twisted dimension, like, fuck you guys too because you're actually just not making, you're not making it great. You know, I'm not saying that you shouldn't tear the motherfucker up, but don't don't come there just to fuck it up. You know what I mean? That's all I'm saying. See, I'm just kind of breaking it all down to people are angry and uh, yeah, however you deal with it is how you're dealing with it. So is it possible that people yeah. are just out there fucking shit up just for the sake of fucking shit up? It is possible. I hope not. I hope. Yeah. Not. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, man. How about you, man? What's your, what's your next one? This one occurred just last night. Uh, in a coordinated effort, Philadelphia residents have uh, reported explosions occurring all throughout Tuesday night into Wednesday. And uh, I don't know if you know what was going on. Uh, motherfuckers were blowing up ATM machines and making off with the cash boxes. Yeah. Wow. I guess Philadelphia has their own special ATM machines there. They kind of look like red boxes, you know, the video machines. Yeah. And uh, it looks like they went after a bunch of these machines, just blowing them up, taking the money. Jesus. Yeah. Sounds like a scene out of a Joker movie or something. Right? Yeah. Yeah. I guess right? one yeah. person is reported dead trying to detonate one of these devices that they've made up. And I'm hearing that they may have the person that supplied the dynamite for this operation so it all happened yeah it happened all night man it happened all night i've got a little bit of audio here from it here check some of this shit out yeah fucking crazy shit i don't <laughs> I don't know, man. Wild. Wilding out in Philly, man. Mm. Wilding out in Philly. Yeah. Some people are claiming that it's uh, long-range acoustic devices, LRADs, that the military uses, you know, to disorient large crowds. You know, they just blast loud noise, you know. They can make the shit sound like whatever uh, they want. You know, like a tactic to keep people scared in their homes so they don't come out. No. It's mo yeah. motherfuckers are blowing shit up, man, and... uh I won't lie. I, I think it's kind of cool. <laughs> I'm not going to lie either. As long as no one got hurt, I would love to observe that as well. That'd be actually pretty gnarly. Well, we got one down, apparently. One down. So, <laughs> what's your number four? My number four is, what if we raided the police after every interaction they had, like Uber drivers, like eBay? So it was a little bit more of an open transaction of how the officer dealt with it of course everybody's going to be on the negative end like fuck the police that's that's stupid but if if we could give more feedback if there was a a steady stream of being able to survey police so if police knew they were being surveyed more often and regularly as regularly as your uber driver that every single person that he drops off he is being surveyed about his driving and their experience if we did that to police officers so they had stars. So hopefully you do a good job. You get five stars. And that works in a couple <laughs> different directions. You know, you have great customer service. You are dealing with people accordingly. And at the end of the day, yeah, we know you're a police officer. People want to shoot you and kill you. You are a tough guy. We get it. But 
don't choose that job if you aren't equipped to emotionally handle it at the end of the day. Yes, that's how accountable I think our police officers should be. You don't think the body cams are uh, enough already? They got to have uh, like a profile. You know, I, I think that is a step in the right direction, but we all know that's a biased device as well. You know, for any given reason, oops, my cam came undone. You know what I mean? Like they are still in complete control of that camera. And if there's no evidence, they know the law. If there's no evidence, then it really didn't exist. You know, so even if that's the matter, you know, it's almost kind of like if you are dealing with a situation where your body camera goes off, it's almost kind of like, yeah, it didn't happen in a, in a fucked up way. So the crime can't be held against that person, so to speak. You know, like, I think if you're going to use the body cameras, they need to be on at all times. And if it's cut off, it should be just like a security guard that cuts off his camera at a bank. Like, you're, you just shouldn't be allowed to do that. You know what I mean? It shouldn't be at the police officer's hand to be able to do it, and then it just simply gets dismissed. And that's what happens. I agree 100%. But, uh, yeah, like you said, those cameras are uh, at their own disposal, and uh, they're out there trying to hold that line on the fucking streets, and uh, those are some long hours. They got to preserve the battery on the those cameras, you know? So uh, you got to cut them off sometimes when... Uh, Tactically, nothing's like, going on. Right, exactly. And it's like, let's just say, and I, and I hate, like, surveillance culture. Like, don't get me wrong. I hate surveillance culture. But if police officers were being recorded all the time, 24-7, 360 view of everything that they're doing on the job, on the beat, you know what I mean? Like, they would act completely different, right? They would act completely different. They would have a completely different demeanor. And so my man, who was disregarding the fact that he was being recorded, and this is where it's like, you know, on the back end of Black Lives Matter, on the front end, yeah, the police officers are killing black people disproportionately, you know, but what would have happened if the camera wasn't on? What if that woman didn't have her cell phone out recording that from that angle and getting all of that information to even be arguable, even with that video? It still took four days to arrest that man. Now, if that video never popped up, he would have just been a dead man and his life wouldn't have mattered. So on the back end of it, you know what I mean? It's like, sure, it happened. Let's prevent it from happening. But on the back end of it, would anything have changed? You know what I mean? But that surveillance changed everything about holding that man accountable. And they were only going to charge him third-degree murder. They just bumped it up today to, to second-degree murder. But that was a, that's clearly, clearly, I think, would change everything. I heard that, too. They just did bump it up today. And the other three officers involved are also, uh, have also been uh, arrested and charged. From what I last saw, one had been arrested and two of them planned on turning themselves in tonight. Oh, so okay. Okay. We'll see if they go on the run or some shit like that. Okay. <laughs> go on the lamb and shit. I would be on the run if it was me, if I was a police officer. I'd, I'd be in Mexico. Yeah. Speaking of being on the run, that kind of segues into my number three. Tigers loose from the Oakland Zoo. <laughs> I saw that trending uh, for a second about how some tigers were possibly let loose from the Oakland Zoo in California. It's not true. Oh, my God. It's not true. Not true. All the animals were accounted for. Uh, after about 15 minutes of that fucking fake-ass news. All right, they went and checked on those motherfuckers immediately. <laughs> <laughs> As they probably should have. Because that's the last thing we need is a fucking tiger tearing up motherfuckers <laughs> that are looting in the streets. Yeah. Right? Right. If there was a tiger loose, Gene, for real, and you knew there was a tiger on the loose near you, would you still go out looting? I would. Hell no. <laughs> no? <laughs> <laughs> Didn't they do that shit in Russia to keep people in from COVID? It's <laughs> <laughs> the scare tactics, man. Uh, some people use LRADs. Uh, uh, other places use tigers, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I don't care. Tigers don't scare me. I'm going out, man. I'm going out. Fuck it. What's your number three? My number three is the question, how many people are abused under a police authority. And I guess it kind of comes from my last one, like the Uber one, you know. But how many people are actually abused under police authority that it 
actually goes unrecorded. So black, white, you name it, just in general, the the power that a police abuse when they have somebody in handcuffs, you know, they just have a badge. Hey, you come over here uh, just abusing the law, not using the law properly and getting people to confess on themselves or even make up something then the cop just convinces them to go along with it and they end up giving themselves a ticket that they didn't even know was possible (laughs) maybe i did rob that bank right seriously you know what i mean like well we have you arrested here for murder and you were here so you're probably gonna look at a murder charge but i didn't rob the bank or murder anybody well you're arrested for murder so you at least have to confess that you robbed the bank otherwise you're gonna be spending 80 years in jail now, if you say that you robbed the bank, you're you might only serve 20. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like just some bullshit like that. Like no matter what, you're in jail, dude. You're getting charged for murder. You might get 80 years. Now a person's like, yeah, okay, I robbed the bank. You know what I mean? Like I just how many people has that happened to in in X amount of years, you know, of just being abused by this authority that abuses their power? Well, I feel like these new age cops are fucking it up for probably old school season cops and shit. I feel like back in the day, they just like would radio Raheem motherfuckers. They just throw them in the back seat. You know, they take them down to the docks and just beat the shit out of them. You know, nobody can hear them. These guys now are just killing motherfuckers in the streets. Oh man, just... I'll tell you firsthand, like it wasn't better back then. It was worse then. It's just being recorded and displayed now. Exactly. I think that was a quote by Will Smith. Yeah, man. Like, this isn't a time frame where it, it got worse by police. No, this has been going on since we can remember in this country. It's now just being displayed like the revolution's being televised. It's being displayed unlike anything it's been displayed before. Why? Because of moments like the George Floyd situation where a woman had her phone. We all have recording devices yeah. in our pockets at all times now, yeah. you know? So these moments are are now resonating over and over and over and over and over again. Then they flood social media over and over and over mm-hmm. again, you know? So to say this, I could say this as a black man, like these aren't new conversations for me. My parents had these conversations for me when I was a child, when I was a young, young child. But for me on my end, it's, it feels promising to finally feel it resonate with white people that yes, there has been an issue. Yes, we live in a world where there is a fear of police because of this abuse power, you know, and to actually see people standing up and saying, actually, I've seen it and I've seen it enough finally. Our voices are here too. There's no way we could do it by ourselves. You know what I mean? So to have that, those voices of allies, to be honest with you, I've cried to just be able to witness it out of people that I wouldn't be able to witness it from intimately and know that they feel that certain way. But to feel them actually get emotional and say, like, no, this is enough and, you know, want to move forward in a direction to change the direction of our history of what America has allowed in the past to be the past. Like, we need to change and flip the page for a new tomorrow and we can't do that by ourselves. And that's where I am thankful in this moment of time. And that's, you know, one of my moments of just like emotion, just like, yeah, man, I do have some good friends of all colors and all nationalities and all races. And it feels good to see the white people that were screaming all lives matter four years ago, get a hold of me and actually apologize to me. You know what I mean? And say, I didn't understand what I was saying then. You know what I mean? Like that's a promising future for me, you know? Yeah, a lot of white people's eyes are open now and shit. <laughs> That's real. Oh. I'm, I'm rattling on here. I, can, I know I could keep going forever, but uh, yeah, I got to make space for yours too, man. What's, what's your number two? I got a good one here. We're just talking about how everything is uh, being recorded now. Everyone's got their cell phone. Everyone's recording. You're seeing a lot of cops getting uh, hilariously roasted. So uh, yeah, roasting cops on video. Some of the protesters are uh, are going face to face with these emotionless Buckingham Palace ass cops, <laughs> you know, that are just holding these lines in the streets. And some of these folks are just hilariously roasting the shit out of these fucking cops, man. I got a lot of it right here, man, dude. I don't know if you've seen some of this shit. Listen to this shit. The first one right here, this guy right here, 
he just goes one by one by one by one right down the fucking row and and just fucking hits everybody <laughs> here listen to this you look hairy though get your shit together boy tighten up iron them motherfucking jeans boy fuck y'all doing out here inspection time look at your dirty ass boy you want them goddamn trailer park boys huh get your shit together man it was all myself, boy, but look at them goddamn shoes, boy. What the fuck is those, boy? Stupid ass, boy. You need to find something to do, boy, on me. Boy, on me, boy. Your whole helmet don't fit. Small ass, boy. Stupid ass, boy. Ugly ass, boy. Beetlejuice built ass, boy. Ugly ass. Come here, boy. I ain't want to say nothing about you, boy, because I know you. I... Is that you? Stupid ass, boy. Girl, you need to eat on me. You built like a worm, ugly ass. Thought you had one, stupid. <laughs> yeah, that dude's fucking pretty fucking good. I got another one here. This is an Atlanta PD officer. He's on the smaller side, and it looks like he's got what appears to be a smaller sized shield compared to uh, some of his bigger fellow officers. Here, listen to this guy. <laughs> yeah, uh, this guy's actually laughing along with him, man. He really can't dispute that fact. <laughs> He's got a little ass shield. <laughs> oh, God, man. Uh, we got some of the ladies getting their shit in, too, man. Some of these ladies are on some funny shit here. Listen to, uh, listen to this broad. Fuck your ugly ass. Fuck your old ass. Fuck your big ass. Fuck your stupid ass. Big bitch body I'm looking at, bitch. <laughs> She's just going across, flipping off every single one of them. Yeah hilarious uh we got this other girl here who uh actually has a proposition some of these cops online here unlock any police officer that quits today that offers good till the end of the night unlock any cop that quits today put down your fucking gun put down your fucking badge be a fucking human being Business cards. Do you think that <laughs> this in Las Vegas? Married cops don't see prostitutes. Y'all love prostitutes. You love raping them too. How many of y'all have raped a prostitute? How many of y'all have raped a prostitute with arrest if she doesn't fuck you? No, not you. Not yet. Maybe one day though, huh? If you quit today, I'll fuck you consensually. <laughs> and I'm good, too. And I love to hate fuck. I'll hate fuck the shit out of you. <laughs> I love this product. And you'll love it. I'm in love. I am in love, baby. Holy shit. <laughs> hey. Yeah, she was good, right? How about what her? Is, what is her screen name? That's all I want to know. She is going by Phoenix Davina. D-I-V-I-N-A uh, on Twitter, by the way. Looks like her okay. handle right now is FTP. I'm guessing that means fuck the police, but uh, she appears to be on OnlyFans, so uh, yeah, check her out. She looks like she's pretty damn cute, too. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, so, <laughs> okay. yeah, so people are fucking getting their jokes in. I got one more. This is the best one. Again, ladies, you're killing it out there, all right? This broad is just... Tearing up this little short cop, man. Listen to this. Why did the police let this short man join? Who the fuck is he gonna hurt? Look at this munchkin! Look at this baby ass bitch! You're so short! Look at this short guy! <laughs> yeah, we got some Damn. funny shit. Uh, people are giving it to these cops, man, as they so rightfully fucking should. Full blown roast. Yeah, good shit, man. Good shit. Yeah. You got a number two tonight? Move it right along. I do have a number two. Um, yeah, a friend of mine, uh, an attorney friend from Chicago. She, um, you know, in a social media conversation, she was ultimately trying to school someone and let us know that there are Harvard bias tests that you can take online for many different things. And so I'm learning that you know, there's anything and everything from race to sexual bias to, you know, transgender bias. 
But ultimately, what the this Harvard, uh, I guess, curriculum put together was a questionnaire so you can self-reflect and understand if you have biases. So my thought is police officers, let's just say we have police officers that are coming from the middle of nowhere, Iowa, and they want to become a police officer. And the only police uh, precinct that they're thinking about applying to is in Chicago. Their sister lives in Chicago. So they move to Chicago and they think they want to be a police officer in Chicago. And all of a sudden, this person from Iowa is now a police officer and they're trying to police people on Southside Chicago. Hmm. You know, is he going to understand how to deal with these people truly? You know, is he going to know how to communicate? Or maybe might he take something offensively that somebody says and vice versa? So my thought is, and I don't know if police precincts do this, but in my thought, I, I would think that you would always want to make sure this is, you're, you're properly setting up your police officers. And, and, not, and it's almost racist to think that you need to have to put a person of race into a different community. But at the end of the day, police departments have found they get the best results when they have police officers that are a reflection of the people of that neighborhood. They get people that communicate the same. They talk the same. They get the same vibe and lingo. You know, a lot of the times these police officers that grew up in these communities, they know the people and the blocks that they're on. So my thought is simple enough, you know, if we can dig in deeper with these police departments and take these race bias questionnaires to figure out, you know, in a little deeper scale, maybe you do have some biases of your own. I was stuck having to go, you know, I need to do some of these to get a little bit of self-reflection because at the end of the day, we all gravitate to what we are most commonly used to first at the end of the day, whether it's a meal, whether it's music, you know, sometimes it's even just the smell of a cologne or perfume. You know, you fall in love with the things that you're most comfortable with. And I just think there are biases that all people have when it comes to race. And obviously, if you are uh, deep in one department, I think they should just be considered your placement in a police department and a police department team. You know, and I could be completely wrong about this, but in my personal perspective, I think there's something we can do to step our game up to try to have police reflect their community. All right, man. I agree with that, too, man. You are coming with some thought-provoking shit. Yeah, you're finding some good articles, man. Your brain is looking at way different articles than I am. I'm mostly on Twitter <laughs> pulling funny-ass <laughs> videos and shit. <laughs> really trying to get to the root of the problem here, man. <laughs> yeah, that could work. It's a good start. It would be a good start. Why the fuck not? Yeah, it would be Why something. Why the fuck not, man? So, uh, yeah, so what's, what's your number one, Scav? What's the number one thing on your list? My number one is Floyd Mayweather is paying for George Floyd's funeral. Bro, I yeah. saw that. Yeah. yeah. He offered, and uh, his family accepted. And yeah. that's a fucking good look, man. That's a good look. Did you see how much the check was? Did you see how many, much he cut the check Oh, for? no, no, no. What was it? It was $88,500. Oh, damn. All right. Hell, yeah. Excellent. You know, that's a good that's a good chunk of cash. I mean, that's nothing out of Mayweather's pocket, but bro, that, I mean, that's a good chunk of cash for somebody to say, let me take care of the fucking funeral. You know what I mean? Such a good look. My hat's off to Floyd, man. Hats off to you, Floyd, man. Your boxing style, it bores the ever-loving shit out of me. But uh, you got a big heart. Dude. So uh, yeah, <laughs> shout out to you. Shout out to you, my dude. Fucking Money Mayweather. Money May. Yeah. One of Michigan's finest. Right. Local. And uh, donations are also coming in for a six-year-old daughter, Gianna Floyd. And hopefully she'll be taken yeah. care of for the rest of her life. Yeah. Right? Or at least the life police officers allow her to have. Right? <laughs> right. And I hate to say right. that shit. I hate to say that shit. But, I mean, until cops start speaking up and turning in other racist cops... You know, without this fear of retaliation or being ostracized, I don't see the problem getting any better right now. It's got to start with the police. We're going to be stuck in this loop for a while. Or if this is how it's going to be, if racist cops want to keep killing motherfuckers, then they need to be brought to justice immediately and harshly, all right? Cameras still got to keep rolling, and we're going to need swift justice, man. That's the only way. That's the only way. We can't keep falling back into this fucking pattern. We can't. I don't know, man. Cops got to fucking change. And between what you're talking about, we could start fucking really seeing who's fucking psychopath and who's not. 
I mean, <laughs> we're yeah. in a point now where this could be it, man. The chance to make things right, it starts with the fucking cops themselves. And then, if that doesn't work, then we need immediate, harsh action from our judicial system. Right? Examples are going to have to be made from here on out if uh, this shit's going to fucking continue. All right? These motherfuckers in Minnesota, they fucked it up for everybody, man. Like I said earlier, they fucked it up for all these other cops, man. And they need to be set an example of. And uh, it starts with them. We work our way forward. Otherwise, we're doomed to repeat ourselves, man. We're fucking yeah. doomed. And that's the motherfucking truth, Ruth. <laughs> you, you. <laughs> What's your number one, man? My number one, I, I kind of spilled it a little bit in this podcast not too long ago. And I, I don't want to just keep beating a dead horse. But it's the enlightenment of what Black Lives Matter actually means. And the people that were, again, screaming all lives matter. And I hear what you're saying, Scav. Like, the police need to... It needs to start with the police. I mean, there's an authority and a power that they have that is abused. You know, we, we both can agree on that. In my perspective, it goes a little bit deeper. I think there is a face that we just need to cut the head off, and it's the head of white supremacy. And this country was developed, wrapped around the ideologies of just white men. And there was an uncomfortable period of time that, you know, that you could own a person. You could own a person of color. And that time frame wasn't that long ago. You know, in all actuality, I have a 90-year-old grandmother that's alive. And at the end of the day, her grandmother was a slave. That's just a couple generations ago, you know. So of all the, the bitter, scorned feelings and emotions and root issues that have plagued a society in this country, like I'm saying, black people can't do it by themselves. And to have the allies of white people become awakened and realize that it's not that just black lives matter, but black lives need your help. And it is a cry for help. It is a cry for help for our allies to rise up with us and cut the head off of white supremacy. And our judicial system has been wrapped around it. Our financial system has been wrapped around it. And at the end of the day, I think people are finally starting to see that. Now, I'm not asking for handouts and I'm not asking for, you know, pity. But at the end of the day, I'm simply just asking for equality, just to simply be treated equal. And again, my number one, it's the enlightenment that I see that people realize that black lives actually do matter. And that's a good thing, man. It's about fucking time, too. Straight up. And it doesn't stop with just a, you know, a black profile page. And it doesn't stop with just Black Tuesday. It's a we are all in this together thing. And honestly, you know, there's a broken system that needs to be fixed. There's a broken system that needs to be fixed from the top to the bottom and back up again. You know, and from, from so many different things... You know, to think about it, interracial marriage wasn't even legal in all 50 states of America until 1961. You know, my mother was alive then. My mother, my direct mother, she couldn't marry a white man if she wanted to. You know, I mean, granted, she, she was a little older. Let's just say her older brother couldn't marry a, a, a white woman if he wanted to. But, you know, that's not that long ago. So as these laws are still changing, just understand there is a systemic issue, the 13th Amendment, all of these things that we all have to look at together. We all need to reanalyze it. We all need to look at the numbers and know it's not a, not a fight about black and white. It's just a, a fight about, like, equality, period. That's what's up, man. I'm willing to fucking do my part. Yeah, I'm man. I'm willing to do my part. Are you up for it? Yeah, man. That's why you're my friend, bro. <laughs> I'm with you, homie. And Let's do it. I hope that... Uh, the rest of our audience is with us too, man. I really do. And at the end of the day, it's about having uncomfortable conversations that need to happen. Uncomfortable conversations with your kids, uncomfortable conversations with your, your brother, your sister, uncomfortable conversations with people that you work with that are, are white. I can ask so many different white families, when did you have a conversation about race growing up? And most of them say, I didn't, or it wasn't until later. Or it wasn't until my dad told me not to date black men. 
You know what I mean? And it just goes so much deeper than the surface level that we see. And it has for hundreds of years, man. But I don't know. We're yeah. trying. It seems like we're trying to dig ourselves out. Yeah, man. So I hope we can, man. I hope we can, and I know we will. We'll be right back. You're listening to the Big Ass Radio Show. Scav D. And I'm Gene Techman. And we're the hosts of the Fake Ass Radio Show. And we'd like to talk with you about something very important. iTunes reviews. One in four podcasts faces never getting an iTunes review. And some don't even know when the next review is coming. We ask that you join us here at the Fake Ass Radio Show in our fight and take the pledge to help a podcast get an iTunes review. And with only 15 seconds of your precious fucking time of day, you could log on to iTunes and give a podcast what they so desperately need. A five-star review. So please, give all you can and help out a podcast in need by giving them a five-star review on iTunes today. Because without you, what's the fucking point? This has been a public service announcement from your friends at the Fake Ass Radio Show. The cutting edge. There is no radio station kicks as much ass as you all do. Online and on your smartphone. Strangelabel.com And now, welcome back to the Fake Ass Radio Show. On the count of three, you know what to say. We back. Scab Gene, Big Ass Radio uh, Show. We back. We back. Oh, we baby. back. We back. back. Oh, yeah. I'm glad we did this, man. I, uh, it's good to talk to you. Yeah. It's good to get some things off our chest, too. You know, we usually come with the funny shit, but uh, yeah, we're real humans and real people, and uh, we have our own minds. So we had to put our little standpoint in about how we felt about this whole thing, you know? Sometimes shit's got to get real on the Fake Ass Radio Show. Hey. So. Realer than real. Try to lighten it up, man. Let's get into some music for tonight, man. Let's vibe out. What do you say? Oh, I need some vibes, man. I need some vibes after that. So let's get into that music, man. Let's go. Just like music. Oh, that is 2020. Okay. 
Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Tell me, sir, what do you have for me tonight? I'm excited. You know, the light at the end of the tunnel is a funny metaphor, man, because I feel like the craziest things are happening in 2020. Craziest. And, uh, you know, I I've been all over the place from politics to I hate Trump to I like Trump to I hate Trump again to the music that has been popping off and coming out, man, and the one of the most anticipated albums of the fucking year for me, motherfucking Run the Jewels 4. And myself RTJ4, included. Man. Oh, yeah. I had tickets to go see Rage Against the Machine, and guess who was opening for them? Run the fucking Jewels. I thought I was in a simulation when they announced that freaking tour like i am dead i am gone and i am in a vanilla sky simulation to see two of the best groups that i could possibly ever imagine under one roof but unfortunately covid took place and i was unable to uh, attend that show has been pushed back an entire year but run the jewels they came through they delivered they still decided to give us the album they had been working on i mean honestly what other choice did they have right and they said they were going to release it on the 5th, but days early, as Scav D had predicted, they happened to drop the album today. And I'm going to be honest with you. I haven't even listened to this song all the way through. I don't even know. <laughs> but this song was given to me by request by my homeboy, Brandon Simpson. So shout out, Brandon. This is Out of Sight off Run the Jewels 4, featuring 2 chains on the Run the Jewels 4 album. On the fake ass radio show with Scab D and G Tech. Bucka, bucka, two runners. Here come the menaces of sobriety. Like what? what? Super thug is dumping what? on the cut. What? What? My motherfucking Uzi weighs a ton. Hit the drum till you hear it go. But I'm a bum isn't us with a rush see you cutting up a pie that's my lunch your motherfucking pockets when i come it's an honor to be robbed by denise's only son yeah give a ready baby boy baby moving extra heavy with your chevy gotta get it eat spaghetti with the monster vegan bitches feed them dick cause they don't eat no steak and lobster so so was my hero honey tony's just a fucking out of mind out of touch out of time man i smoke a bogey backwards with a thumb up like it's fine Sleep the self, I say, self is sweet divine. Leave me here to drown in glory, you're too good to cross that line. Run, run. Tragically struck down in my prime by the speed at which the bags are dropping. Should've watched the sky. You don't wanna live this life, it's really not sublime. I'm only doing what I want behind the loogies at the swine. Devastating, captivating, ghost and ray relating, product of the fucking 80s, coke dealing babies, never regulating, bag accumulating, it would not be overstating to say they are underrated, proud of Brooklyn and the Grady, baby, we don't need no compliments or confidence, our attitude and latitude is fucking big, some are leather bummers, dookie ropes and smoking indica, ain't a team as mean and clean as Jay Maline and Michael Rinderbuck, TV got no temperature, even if it did, bitch, we cool as team with pussy on the polar cap peninsula, colder than your baby mama hard, when she find out you been fucking with that other broad and you Magic. Go figure the run to the litter, dead and without scamming. Was praying in the flat of the land on your man is mashing. We back in the class of lapping, you raising a hand and tapping. Might shit it in your locket and let them know with a winky face. Meet us at three o'clock if you want to do something tragic. Most freaky dinky, all of that yapping, it's automated. The gears of the rapper shred up on action and it'll happen. You know I'm popping the product of fucking poverty. I'm cool as AC and you niggas, you just wanna be. I slide on tracks like home plate, ride beats like road rage, got a crib like four states. I get a text like stay safe, text back. I miss that pussy, be home soon, and I can't wait. I came from a dream, triple beam, and some great tape. My sister went shopping, put my bags in the 8-8. Hello, Mr. Big Safe. The bank teller trying to get ranked. I buy a hot dog stand if I'm trying to be frank. Just left the hospital, making sure my nigga was straight. And send Bell a couple dollars till they give him a date. I'm, 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 I'm,
that was all cold at the end there. Bruh. Ooh. Well, great, 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 great. Jewel Runners for real. Stand up, man. I'm digging that shit. That's the first song outside of the two singles that have dropped that I've listened to all the way through. Okay. And uh, yeah, man, I'm digging it so far, bro. I love Two Chains, man. Two Chains is like he's like the new Snoop Dogg from Atlanta to me, bro. That's like Two Chains. Like he's just dope, titty boy. <laughs> I love Two Chains, man. Love him. Yeah. Yeah, he fucked with Meister and shit. He fucked with our sponsor. Yeah, man. Fuck with them Meister products, Most man. Most expensivest. No doubt. And, and by the way, I'm doing a review of the Run the Jewels 4 album. So, you know, keep an eye out for that. I'm going to do a little fucking reaction review. When I listen to it, it'll drop, and it'll probably be the next day or so, whatever, whatever. But All right. Be looking forward to that, homie. Looking forward to it. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. the back and forth on that track in particular is good. A little bit of a faster tempo, too. Yeah. So I like that. I feel like the album does have a bit of a faster tempo, which I think I've got to get used to. I've got to give it another listen to my damn self. So, uh, yeah, that'll be later tonight or tomorrow. So so what you got, man? What you listening to tonight, man? What are we listening to? What's up? Gene, you don't hear a lot about rappers from uh, the Pacific Northwest. And uh, I feel like you certainly don't hear about a lot of rappers coming out of Portland, Oregon, either. True. But this guy does. And he goes by the name of Amine. You ever heard of him? Oh. Yeah, I do like him. I didn't know he was from Portland, Oregon, though. Yeah, it appears so. Yeah. Wow, okay. And, uh, yeah, you know our boy. He's certainly been making his rounds and making a name for himself, man. He's getting some pretty big dates. You name it, Lollapalooza, Coachella, Bonnaroo, up on TV and shit, doing Seth Meyers, doing Fallon. Like, he's making his rounds, so. uh, Right. And I fucking like the guy. I'm going to play his latest effort. This is his latest single. It's called Riri. This is Amine. Fake ass radio show, Scab D, Gene Tackman. Let's get heated up! You love Rihanna, but you ain't a savage. Don't act like you perfect, you know that we both got some baggage. I was calling your mama and you was calling my accountants. You gave me headaches and I gave you too many chances. Look, tell me how the hell you got the pair simple kit. Shot it too fine, but I bet she the bullet and roulette. I'm looking so clean, looking like three stacks in the lit. She five for five on lie, she on a jet. Need some red, bone five. Broke my heart three times. Shot it, hit a nigga with the wasn't with me since I had the Nissan Blinding by him, beauty, missing Nissan Broke my heart three times Shot it, hit a nigga with the peace sign Wasn't with me since I had the Nissan One was okay, two wasn't cool But that three was no way Shout out him, honey. Yeah. yeah. You had you a baby and now little mama's a mommy. Yeah. Uh, shout out to Lola, that coochie is wet as the Sunny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pussy so good, it should cost a Ferrari. It make me feel like I'm on Molly. <laughs> Jesus, you need this. You was Kelly, I was Regis. Let's be honest, I've been fucking with you since my Air Forces had the creases. Flown like a dom. Yoko on no solo strong. Stuck in limbo for how long? Please tell me where I belong. Broke my heart three times. Shot it, hit a nigga with the peace sign. Wasn't with me since I had the Nissan. Blinding by him, beauty, missing Nissan. Broke my heart three times. Shot it, hit a nigga with the peace sign. Wasn't with me since I had the Nissan. One was okay. Three was no way. Ooh. 
know niggas. So I'm I like, know niggas. I don't play none of that you shit. You know why we know niggas? Because we were Word niggas. niggas. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, damn, thank ass radio show. Scab, Gene, Omni, uh, Riri. That song. I like that one, man. Smooth. It is smooth, man. He's dope. I love him, man. He has such a good vibe, man. Good energy. I would love to see him live, though. Honestly. He's good. He's good. I like him, too. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's it, man. Fucking A, man. What a roller coaster of an episode. And, you know, that's usually where I come in and I say, yeah, it has been a roller coaster of an episode. From Black Lives Matter, All Lives Matter, to rating police officers like Uber drivers, <laughs> to Little Run the Jewels, man, to I need to trip to Portland, Oregon. Man, we've talked about some things. Yeah, covered some ground. Good music. Omni. Uh, Run the Jewels, LP, Killer Mike. Killer Mike also with some very, very powerful stuff. Uh, I don't know if you saw his little press conference that he did in Atlanta. Holy shit, man. Killer Mike for president. For president. For president. Killer Mike. I agree. For fucking president. God bless it, man. We need this man. And God damn it. Just throw in LP for vice president. It'll be better than Trump or Biden. Run the fucking jewels for president, damn it. I would rather see Big Gretchen there myself. But, uh, hey, <laughs> uh, I'll settle for LP, Rich. too, man. Killer Mike, LP, 2020. What? Well, audience, <laughs> it really has been real this week. Really has yeah. been real. Gene, it's been real. And tonight I'm going to take us out with a song that I think everybody should hear and, uh, it's just as relevant now, hopefully, as uh, the day it came out, man. And uh, y'all know what it is, man. I'm just going to drop it, man. This is your boy, Scav D. And uh, this is Gene Techman. Be safe, everybody out there, man. And wash your fucking hands. But I